Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Hey, friends, welcome back to another episode of Healthy Mama Hacks. And this is it. This is the last official Healthy Mama Hacks episode of 2021. Next week, I will be sharing an end of the year recap, favorite things, fun episode, which will appear both on the Healthy Balance Mama podcast and over on the Healthy Mama Hacks channel as well. Um, but this is the last kind of short and sweet Healthy Mama Hacks episode. It has been so fun creating these episodes for you throughout the entire year. This is something, uh, a decision I made kind of at the end of last year. I was like, I really want to give them short and sweet, actionable tips in all of these different areas that I'm passionate about, meal planning, meal prep, cooking, organizing. And it has been so well received. I am just so grateful for it. And we are going to be continuing in the new year with a ton of awesome new Healthy Mama Hacks episodes. But today, let's wrap up our conversation on New Year's goals and resolutions. Last week, we talked about how important our mindset is when it comes to creating change. And that it's really the most important thing in avoiding that resolution trap. The trap of feeling like this is the change I have to make and it's black and white and if I fail, then it's all over. Instead, shifting to creating goals that create actionable change instead of creating grand sweeping resolutions is the way that we create long-term change. Number one is our mindset and number two is creating those realistic New Year's goals. So today I want to share with you my best tips for creating realistic, actionable New Year's goals that are going to create real change in your life. So the first tip I have for you is to get real. What do you really want? Okay, what is it behind that resolution you thought you had? And even more importantly, who is that person that you want to become? So what is the change that you decided you wanted to make? And what does that mean about you? Who is that person you want to become? Because oftentimes our goal is to lose 20 pounds or eat clean every single day or to exercise X amount of times you know, during the year or whatever it is. And not that there's anything wrong with um, having goals like that. 
it's just about really getting to the root of why. Why do you want those goals? What is your vision for your life? Who is that person you want to become? When we talked about mindset, we talked about it being really important to shift our mindset to one of becoming that person that we want to become and having that mindset around our habits of I am this person. I am a runner. I am someone who exercises three to five times a week. I am someone who eats lots of real whole foods. So once you shift that mindset and instead of going like, if I don't do this, then I'm a failure going, okay, this is the person that I'm becoming. And if I am this person, then what kind of decisions does this person make? And so, and I think it's really important to move away from these really static numbers goals. Like I'm going to lose 20 pounds. Why? Why do you want to lose 20 pounds? There's nothing wrong inherently with losing 20 pounds, but why is it? Where did that number come from? Who was that person you actually want to become? It's not the person that's 20 pounds lighter because realistically, nothing is going to change about you if you're 20 if you're just 20 pounds lighter. But if you are someone who might be sitting at a weight that is you know, at a higher number, and we don't need to focus on numbers. I don't recommend focusing on numbers, but if it's in a higher place, then feels good for you or is healthy for you. And this is different for everyone. But if you are, is it because you're not taking care of yourself in the way that your body needs? So instead of focusing on, I'm going to lose 20 pounds, it's focusing on someone. I am someone who takes care of myself really well, and I take care of myself in these ways, things that would contribute to weight loss if that's what your body needs, right? So eating in a way that feels good for your body, listening to your hunger and fullness cues, filling your plate with lots of real whole foods, moving your body on a regular basis, getting lots of sleep, getting rest, self-care, whatever that means to you. If you are interested in learning more about self-care, definitely go back to my episode with Jessica Gershman. It was incredible. So, so good. And we talk about the art of self-care. So, who is that actual person that you want to become? And then focusing on the actions that are going to help you to become that person. So get real. Where are you now? Who is that person you want to become? What life do you really want? So whatever goal you made was for a reason. What do you think that, well, the, the big goal, the resolution, what do you think that resolution is going to get you? Start there with that vision you have for your life, with that person you want to become, instead of starting with the resolution. Because figuring out who you want to become will help you to create those actions to become that person, to live that life you want to live. So then the second question, naturally, is what would I need to do to become her? What would I need to do to live that life I want to live? So taking some time, okay, creating that. I, I always recommend creating a vision board first and foremost. This is what you really want. This is who you want to become. And then going, okay, if this is my life, if this is who I am, what do I need to do to accomplish that goal? Be really specific, okay? What are the actual things I would need to do, right? So if you want, I'm going to use a car example. I don't know why. It's the first thing that comes into my head. I know nothing about cars. My husband's the car person, but Ferraris are expensive and we know that. I don't know how expensive a Ferrari is, to be perfectly honest. I'm sure I could Google it right now. It doesn't matter. But if you want to own a Ferrari. 
and you are not at the point right now where you are you have enough saved or you are making enough on a monthly basis to lease or buy a Ferrari, then what do you need to do? Well, you're going to need to increase your income in some way. You're going to need to make more money. But making more money is not an action, right? Making more money is something that happens from an action. So number three is once you go, okay, number one, get real. What do you really want? Who do you want to become? Who is that person that owns a Ferrari? <laughs> or and I'm laughing only because I'm not a car person. Like I, you guys, I drive a 2009 Honda CRV that I love so much. It ain't fancy, but it's it's great and it gets me places. And it's got a huge trunk, which is perfect for camping. So Ferraris are not in my future. <laughs> but I'm just using that as an example. So what is that vision you have for your life? Who is that person you want to become? Ask what do you need to do to accomplish that goal. If you want a Ferrari and you don't have the means right now, you're going to need to make more money. And then number three, you need to break it down. What are those specific actions that you are going to need to take in order to accomplish that goal, in order to make more money, in order to buy that Ferrari? All right. And then number four. This is really important. You've created that vision board. You know who you want to become. You know what you need to do to accomplish that goal. You've gotten really real and you've broken it down. Okay, what steps do you need to take? What are the things that need to happen in order to accomplish that goal? Number four is what is realistic to accomplish this year? If you need to start a whole new career in order to make enough money, to save up for that fancy car that you want or whatever it is. It might take you more than a year, but it doesn't mean you can't move towards that goal with very important, very specific action steps. So what are, what is realistic to accomplish this year? Be really real. Again, this is how we avoid setting ourselves up to fail. We ask what is actually realistic to accomplish this year? Maybe where you are in your finances, where you are in your job, maybe you can start a side hustle, maybe you can uh, start a, a, you know, a second job, something like that. Maybe you can cut your expenses to save more, whatever it might be. What is actually realistic to accomplish this year? If you don't think you're going to be able to actually end up on December 31st, 2022, or whatever you're listening to this with a Ferrari, well, maybe you can save $10,000 this year. That's realistic. So, or that might be realistic for you. It's it's totally, you know, it's it's whatever. <laughs> it's whatever works for you. Maybe you can save $10,000 this year and that goes towards the the down payment. Do you put a down payment on a Ferrari? I'm sure you would have to. Or maybe buy it, maybe you're going to buy it outright. Cool. And so the number 5, once you've gotten really realistic, when you're like, what is actually realistic to accomplish this year? Then we break it down again. I know there's a lot of breaking it down in these steps, but that is how you create long-term change. As someone who has created a lot of changes in her life and accomplished more than I ever could have dreamed as a teenager, you know, I've started several business, successful businesses. I started my first business at the age of 22. I don't know what I was thinking, but it was successful almost right out the gate. And I mean, some of that was that I had some amazing connections. Some of it was my skill. Some of it was my ver the very little I knew about marketing. But I knew that I had this goal 
and that I wasn't just going to wake up one morning and be a personal chef. I needed to start taking those action steps. I needed to buy the things I needed to buy. I needed to advertise the way I needed to advertise. I needed to shift my schedule in the way I needed to shift my schedule. I needed to figure out transportation. I needed to figure out food. I needed to figure out how I was going to invoice people. I needed to figure out all of those things, right? And so in order to have that goal to do the thing that I wanted to do. Same thing with starting a podcast, the business that I have now, cooking classes, um, whatever it might be. It's important. We need to break it down into what are the steps I need to take to actually accomplish that goal. So how can you take what you now know is realistic to accomplish this year and break that down into smaller, actionable goals that become habits so that you can actually make progress. Now, not everything is going to be a habit, right? Like in the example that I used, learning, I guess learning how to, you're going to have to continue to invoice, but learning how to invoice people for whatever job that you or whatever business you want to start. That's a one-time kind of thing. Once you learn how to do it, then it's done. That's one goal check on your way to the next step. Um, but it turns into the habit of invoicing people so then you get paid for the work you do. You see how that works? So breaking it down into small, actionable steps, small, actionable goals that become habits to actually make progress at your goal. Because ultimately, the goal isn't just to start this business. It is to make money at that business. So what do you need to do and what habits need to be created so that this is an actual sustainable change? You haven't just started the business. You haven't just saved the money for the Ferrari. You have saved the money. You've started the business and then you have enough money to upkeep the Ferrari, to pay those payments every month, to fill it with gas or diesel or whatever Ferraris use, um, you have the means to actually run your business. You are able to sustain that, to make money at that, to continue to grow. So it's really important to take these steps, okay, to get real. What is it that you really want? What is that vision for your life? Create that vision board. Who is that person that you want to become? Ask yourself, what do you actually need to do to accomplish that goal and break it down? What are the actual steps you need to take to do the things you need to do to accomplish that goal? And then ask yourself, what is realistic to accomplish this year? And then how can you break that down into smaller, actionable goals that become habits to actually make progress at those goals and not just achieve the goal? but sustain that goal with those habits long-term. I really like to choose three no more long-term goals. These are the things that we want to accomplish in the next, you know, maybe five to 10 years. And then I like to break these goals down. And sometimes these can be, by the way, long-term. If long-term to you feels like a year away, it can be a year away. It's what long-term feels like to you. From there... Breaking those goals, those long-term goals down into short-term goals and then short-term goals into checkpoints. So, okay, so my long-term goal might be to have a bigger company than I have now. Okay, great. So what is then my short-term goal might be to expand the company in this one way this year. And then from there, 
that's where we can break that down into action steps. And I like creating those checkpoints to the short-term goals throughout the year. Um, And most of my short-term goals I like to think of as like six months to a year. So for me, it's like five, over a year, usually like five to 10 years for those long-term goals. And then probably six months to maybe two years or so for those shorter-term goals. And then I like creating checkpoints to those short-term goals because what they do is they help to keep you motivated and on track to creating that goal. Like you're working towards the next checkpoint and Instead of just looking at that, you know what that big overarching short-term or long-term goal is or both, Um, but instead of putting a specific date on the calendar that might be looming and feel very uh, overwhelming, you're focusing on those daily action steps that will get you towards that checkpoint. And if you're staying on track with those specific action steps, you'll get to that checkpoint and you know if you get to those checkpoints, then you get to that goal by the end of the year or maybe even sooner. And then creating those daily integrations into your schedule. Uh, Maybe it's not daily, maybe it's weekly, but those regular integrations to make your goals an actual reality. It is those action steps that you take. This is why you break it down, because it is those small steps that you take every single day to make that vision for who you want to become, to make that vision for the life that you want to live become a reality? What do you need to do each day to work towards those short-term and long-term goals? What do you need to do each week to work towards those short-term and long-term goals? What do you need to do today to work towards that next checkpoint, towards that short-term goal, leading you towards that long-term goal? And our short-term goals don't always lead to our long-term goals. Sometimes we have short-term goals that are outside of our long-term goals, but a lot of times they do as well. Or they help you work towards you know, the long-term goal of becoming that person you want to become. So it's really about continuing, being realistic, figuring out what you want, being realistic about the actual action steps you need to take, and breaking it down further and further and further until you get to the point where the goal is no longer overwhelming. Because you know that to live the healthy life that you want to live next year, it can be as simple as just making sure that you are drinking eight glasses of water a day and sleeping eight hours a night. Simple things that don't always seem so simple. But you know that when you get to the end of the year and you're like, oh my goodness, I I was consistent with drinking water throughout the day, almost every single day this year. You Remember, you don't need to be a thousand percent you know, life happens, right? You don't need to be a thousand percent consistent to to meet your goal, but consistency is important. Um, and then, oh my gosh, I took so much time for rest and self-care and I feel so good at the end of the year. And it has to do with those small action steps. We know that, but oftentimes we don't take the time to actually break it down so that those goals actually become a reality. So friends, I hope this was helpful for you. This is literally the key to any goal that I've ever worked towards in my life is just breaking it down and breaking it down and breaking it down and consistently working towards becoming that person that I want to be and creating that vision for my life that I want to create. And I hope that you can do that for yourself too. If you create a vision board, oh my gosh, can you please take a picture of it and tag me over on Instagram at Healthy Mama Chris or at Healthy Balance Mama Pod. I would love to see it. I would love to hear your goals. I would also love to hear from you what more, what else do you want to hear from me 
in 2022. So what other Healthy Mama Hacks episodes do you want me to record? Let me know. Go DM me over on at Healthy Balance Mama Pod. Shoot me an email. I would love to hear from you. I hope you all have a beautiful rest of your holiday season, a happy new year, and I will catch you in 2022.